Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. I'm not going to kill anybody. I don't want to kill anybody either. But it probably put us in a situation where it's us or them. Try walking in one of those places with nothing but a phone. See how far that gets you? We're out of it. Yeah, well, what then? Day jobs? Not in this life. What then? Garçon, coffee! This place. Garçon means boy. This place? A coffee shop. What's wrong with that? Nobody ever robs restaurants. Why not? Bars, liquor stores, gas stations. You get your head blown off sticking at one of them. Restaurants, on the other hand, you catch with their pants down. They're not expecting to get robbed. Not as expecting anyway. I bet you could cut down on the hero factor in a place like this. Correct. Same as banks, these places are insured. Manager, he's just trying to get you out the door before you start plugging the diner. No way they're taking a bullet for the register. Customers sitting there with food in their mouths, they don't know what's going on. One minute they're having a Denver omelette, next minute someone's sticking a gun in their face. See, I got the idea. The last liquor store we stuck up, remember? Mm-hmm. All the customers kept coming in. Yeah. You got the idea, taking their wallets. Mm-hmm. Now that was a good idea. Thank you. Made more from the wallets than we did from the register. Yes, we did. A lot of people come to restaurants. A lot of walnuts. Pretty smart, huh? Pretty smart. I'm ready. Let's do it right now, right here. Come on. All right. Same as last time, remember? <coughs> Your crowd control. I handle employees. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love you, pumpkin. I love you, honey bunny. Everybody be cool. This is a robbery. And I'll execute every last one of you! Crisp, electric dialogue in Miserloo by Dick Dale. Start this dizzying ride into director Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. Released in 1994, and quite possibly one of the greatest years in film, this film mainly follows hitmen Jules Winston and Vincent Vega, played by Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta in his comeback role, as they retrieve a briefcase for their boss. Things do not go as planned as mayhem and calamity befall the two throughout the film. 
During this, we meet a vast array of memorable characters. In our first scene, we are introduced to Vega and Winston. One thing Tarantino films are known for is dialogue and relationships between characters. This conversation sets the stage for the relationship these two have and shows that even though they are in a nefarious profession, they still have time to calmly discuss regular happenings with a dash of humor. Then we hear Jackson's Jules Winston turn from his cool cat persona to ruthless killer. So tell me again about the hash bar. Okay, what you want to know? Yeah, it's just legal now, right? Yeah, it's legal, but ain't 100% legal. I mean, you just can't walk into a restaurant, roll the joint, and start puffing away. I mean, they want you to smoke in your home or certain designated places. And those are the hash Yeah, it breaks down like this, okay. It's, it's legal to buy it. It's legal to own it. And if you're the proprietor of a hash bar, it's legal to sell it. It's legal to carry it, but, but, but that doesn't matter, because get a load of this, all right? If you get stopped by a cop in Amsterdam, it's illegal for them to search you. I mean, that's the right that cops in Amsterdam don't have. Oh, man, I'm going. That's all it is to it. I'm <laughs> no, baby, you dig it the most. But you know what the funniest thing about Europe is? What? It's the little differences. I mean, they got the same shit there that they got here, but it's just, just there, it's a little different. Example. All right, well, you can walk into a movie theater in Amsterdam and buy a beer. And I don't mean just like a little paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of beer. And in Paris, you can buy a beer at McDonald's. And you know what they call a, a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? Oh, man, they got the metric system. They wouldn't know what the quarter pounder is. And what do they call it? They call it the uh, Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. What do they call a Big Mac? Big Mac's a Big Mac, but they call it Le Big Mac. Le Big Mac. <laughs> What do they call a Whopper? I don't know. I didn't go on a Burger King. You know what they put on French fries in Holland instead of ketchup? What? Mayonnaise. Uh, hey. Seen them do it, man. If we should have shotguns with this kind of deal. How many up there? Three or four. That's counting our guy? Not you. So that means it could be up to five guys up there? It's possible. We should have shotguns. And now, scene number two. Hey, kids. How you boys doing? Hey, keep chilling. You know who we are? We're associates of your business partner, Marcellus Wallace. You do remember your business partner, don't you? Now, let me take a wild guess here. You're Brett, right? Yeah. I thought so. You remember your business partner, Marcellus Wallace, don't you, Brett? Yeah, I, I remember. Good. Looks like me and Vincent caught you boys at breakfast. Sorry about that. Did you have it? Hamburgers. Hamburgers! The cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. What kind of hamburgers? Uh, cheeseburgers. No, 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 no. Where'd you get them? McDonald's, Wendy's, Jack in the Box, where? Uh, Big Kahuna Burger. Big Kahuna Burger? That's that Hawaiian burger joint. I hear they got some tasty burgers. I ain't never had one myself. How are they? 
You good? You mind if I try one of yours? This is yours here, right? a tasty burger. Vincent, you ever had a big kahuna burger? Want a bite? They're real tasty. Ain't hungry. Well, if you like burgers, give them a try sometime. Me? I can't usually get them because my girlfriend's a vegetarian, which pretty much makes me a vegetarian, but I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. You know what they call a quarter pound of a cheese in France? No. Tell them, Vincent. Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. You know why they call it that? Uh, because of the metric system? Check out the big brain on bread. You're a smart sentence. Sprite. Sprite, good. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? Go right ahead. You, flock of seagulls. You know why we're here? It's over there. It's... I don't remember asking you a... You were saying? It's in the cupboard. One thing. No, no, the one by your knees. We happy? Yeah, we happy. Look, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I didn't get your name. I got yours, uh, Vincent, right? But, but I, I never got your. My name's Pitt, and your ass ain't talking your way out. I just want you to know how sorry we are that that things got so. F I just want you to know how with us and, and Mr. Wallace, when we we got into this thing with the best intentions, really. I never. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? I didn't mean to do that. Please, continue. You were saying something about best intentions? What's the matter? Oh, you were finished? Oh, well, allow me to retort. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country are you from? What? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? What? English, mother... Do you speak it? Yes. Then you know what I'm saying. Yes. Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again. Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you, mother... He's, he's black. Go on. He's bald. Does he look like a... What? Does he look... Like a joke! No! Then why you try to rent? Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Brett. You tried to. And my son Wallace don't like to be by anybody except Mrs. Wallace. You read the Bible, Brett? Yes. Well, there's this passage I got memorized. So it fits this occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. 
Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. One could argue that the performances of Travolta and Jackson carry this film. But doing that is selling it way short. This film is filled with exceptional performances. Bruce Willis is broken down boxer Butch Coolidge. Ving Rhames as crime boss Marcellus Wallace. Uma Thurman as his wife. Even Tarantino plays Jimmy, a man that has a desperate wake-up call from Winston and Vega. And I'd be remiss to not mention a memorable cameo from Christopher Walken. However, the most underrated performance in my opinion is that of Harvey Keitel, who plays Winston Wolfe, a fixer for Wallace, who bails the erstwhile hitmen out of a major problem they have encountered. Here you go, Mr. Wolfe. Thank you, Jimmy. Hmm. Okay, first thing, you two. Take the body, stick it in the trunk. Now, Jimmy, this looks to be a pretty domesticated house. That would lead me to believe that in the garage you're under the sink, you got a bunch of cleaners and cleansers. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Wolf, under the sink. Good. And what you two fellas to do is take those cleaning products and clean the inside of the car. I'm talking fast, fast, fast. You need to go in the back seat, scoop up all those little pieces of brain and skull. Get it out of there. Wipe down the upholstery. Now, when it comes to upholstery, you don't need to be speak and span. You don't need to eat off it. Just give it a good once-over. What you need to take care of are the really messy parts. The pools of blood that I've collected, you gotta soak that up. Now, Jimmy, we need to raid your linen closet. I need blankets, I need comforters, I need quilts, I need bedspreads. The thicker the better, the darker the better. No whites. Can't use them. We need to camouflage the interior of the car. We're gonna line the front seat and the back seat and the floorboards with quilts and blankets. So if a cop stops us and starts sticking his big snout in the car, the subterfuge won't last. But at a glance, the car will appear to be normal. Jimmy, lead the way. Boys, get to work. Please would be nice. Come again? I said a please would be nice. Get it straight, Buster. I'm not here to say please. I'm here to tell you what to do. And if self-preservation is an instinct you possess, you better do it and do it quick. I'm here to help. If my help's not appreciated, lots of luck, gentlemen. No, 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 Mr. Wolf. It ain't like that. Your help is definitely appreciated. Mr. Wolf, listen. I don't mean disrespect, okay? I respect you. I just don't like people barking orders at me. That's all. If I'm curt with you, it's because time is a factor. I think fast, I talk fast, and I need you guys to act fast if you want to get out of this. So, pretty please, with sugar on top, clean the car. Don't be looking at me like that, all right? I can feel your look. As with any Tarantino film, there is controlled chaos that happens throughout. In reviewing this film, one cannot reference the wolf without alluding to how Vega and Winston got there. 
Following the confrontation in our second clip, the duo with fellow Wallace soldier Marvin are going to meet their boss, where Vincent's carelessness with a gun brings a major issue to the two. Again, Tarantino shows attention to detail in this chaos by having one character, while panicked, explain the problem. What this does is it draws us to this chaos. It makes us feel as if we are a part of the problem, not watching it. You ever seen that show, Cops? Well, I was watching it one time, and there was this, this cop on. He was talking about, about this gunfight he had in the hallway with this, this guy, right? And he just unloaded on this guy, and nothing happened. He didn't hit nothing, okay? It was just him and this guy. I mean, you know, it's, it's freaky, but it happens. Look, you want to play blind man, go walk with the shepherd. But me, my eyes, are... I mean, that's it for me. From here on in, you can consider my ass retired. Jesus Christ. Don't blaspheme. Hey, you know, why you're freaking out on us? Look, I'm telling Marcellus today, I'm through. Well, why don't you tell him at the same time why? Don't worry, I will. Yeah, and I'll bet you $10,000 he lasts his ass off. I don't give a damn if he does. Marvin, what do you make of all this? Man, I don't even have an opinion. Well, you gotta have an opinion. I mean, do you think that God came down from heaven and stopped him? Why didn't the dude was an accident? Oh, man, I see some crazy man, but just chill out, man. I told you it was an accident. He probably he went over a bump or hey, something. Hey, the car ain't hit no mother. Hey, look, man, I didn't I didn't mean to shoot this. I don't know why. Well, look at this mess, man. We're on a city street in broad daylight here. Believe it, man. Well, believe it now, man. We gotta get this car off the road. You know, cops tend to notice like you're driving a just car. Just take it to, to a friendly place, that's all. This is the valley, Vincent. Marcellus ain't got no friendly but places you in the valley. But you in town, man. What you doing? I'm calling my partner in Toluca Lake. Where's Toluca Lake? It's just over the hill here, over by Burbank Studios. If Jimmy's ass ain't home, I don't know what the we gonna do, man, because I ain't got no other partners in 818. Jimmy, yo, how you doing, man? It's Jules. Just listen up, man. Me and my homeboy, man, we're in a car. We got to get off the road pronto. I need to use your garage for a couple hours. One could argue that this is Tarantino's most well-known film. It certainly launched him into the realm of mainstream consciousness, despite this being his second picture. His first was the classic Reservoir Dogs. This film was nominated for seven Academy Awards. This includes Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for the Resurgent Travolta, Best Supporting Actor for Samuel L. Jackson, Best Supporting Actress for Uma Thurman. It did win an Oscar for Best Screenplay. Some may argue that this is not Tarantino's best film. And that would be a fair argument, but it is the start of what he is known for. Eclectic soundtracks, verbose dialogue, rich characters, and a vast array of homages to spaghetti westerns and film noirs. For anyone looking to see what makes Tarantino one of the greatest directors, this film is an excellent example, and you would be hard-pressed to find those that disagree. Join me next week when we take a look at the classic political thriller 1962's The Manchurian Candidate, starring Frank Sinatra. For WMNH and Matt Connerton Unleashed, this has been a Classic Film Review with Eric Pilcher.
Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. They said lowering drug prices was a fight we couldn't win. The big drug companies have billions of dollars and an army of lobbyists. But AARP stood with our 38 million members and forced the drug companies to lower drug prices. It's a victory for all Americans. But Big Pharma won't give up, so neither will AARP. Join our fight at aarp.org fiercedefender. That's aarp.org fiercedefender.